welcome to Pretty and Snow Podcast. My name is Annie Harillo and I'm your host. I am so excited to be back and recording another episode. It's been so long after I ended up going to Brazil. I kind of just went off the grid, hadn't really posted anything other than stuff on my Instagram every two or three days because I was really taking the culture and it was amazing. Loved it. And I'll talk more about it in my weekly recap. But this episode is time to break up. But before we get into that, let's go to that weekly recap, current passion slash obsession, and a quote, of course. But if you'd like to skip ahead and just get right into it, go for it. And I'll be waiting for you right there. So on to the weekly recap. I am so back glad to be back. Like it's nice to be back in LA now. I do miss Washington because originally before I went to Brazil, I was in Washington. I was really enjoying the weather. I was driving around and it was right before Christmas, so that was fantastic. I am readjusting to driving now in LA, which is a lot more chaotic than back in Washington. So it's a little bit of a thing to get used to, but I am glad that classes are starting up. It has, I have six classes, so I am packed with also working at the same time. So, so much going on, um, meeting up with some friends, and yeah, everything is just like starting off with a kick. I could feel it, and it's amazing. Loving it. Now, another thing, now onto my Brazil. Brazil has been, was fabulous. Beautiful nature, lovely people. I do have to say that if you are a female looking to travel to Brazil, I highly recommend going with someone else. Maybe it's family, friends, or just anyone because going alone to some of these places are not the safest. So just be aware of that. Um, Sao Paulo is not a place that you as a female would want to go alone. And then I would say Iguazu Falls was fabulous, beautiful nature, extremely fun. If you like adventure, um, it was a touristy, more attraction area. So it was very nice, just very calming. It was honestly the best part of my troll trip, which I will put all my little places I ended up going to on a notes tab. And I will link that to my Instagram and you guys should be able to access it. Now, another place I did go to was Rio de Janeiro. Excuse the like the pronunciation, I don't know how to say exactly, but it was beautiful beaches, a lot of lovely history. It was fantastic. I really wish I was able to be there for New Year's and sadly it wasn't because I had to go back to San Paulo and after that, I ended up coming back over to LA. So it was a lovely trip. I'll talk more about that later and that will be in my little notes tab. Now to current passion slash obsessions. I have to say that I am still in that tropical feel or so because I am obsessed, obsessed with coconut water. And I mean coconut water that is like freshly just taken out the tree because it's just so juicy. You could taste like the coconut meat itself. You can have the coconut and it's just fabulous. I can't imagine a better day than by the beach, having some coconut water and just relaxing because I love the beach. I am a really big beach girly. So it works out for me and it's just like my little dreams. Now, another thing is I'm really into fruits. So going over there was just fabulous because there's fruits everywhere. And I would think I was eating fruits like every single morning because I was like, oh, fruits, I love fruits. Um, I do like dates a lot, which I have been eating more of when I get back now. And I've been kind of just tweaking all my, my eating habits because I want to really have a healthy diet where it's no toxic foods are in my system. I am actually rebalancing my hormones and getting all that set. 
onto that too, I have actually been really obsessed or happy with my nails because now I'm going back to natural. Obviously, getting my Russian manicure off has like really weakened my nails. It's like paper thin. It was like literally breaking, so I had to like trim it all. Not that fun, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Now, another thing is hair update kind of a little bit was after the whole Spain trip and I had got my hair colored twice, not a good idea. As you know, I have now fixed it up. They did end up going really dark, which I was not ready for. And I was like, ah, I can't do this. She ended up changing it up again. And it's now a lot better to me. I feel more confident because it's like my natural hair color, but with like some highlights on the bottom. It's not even highlights. It just kind of like blends very well. Oh my gosh, my mind is just blanking what it's called right now. But I'm excited to see that because now my hair is going to grow naturally. I could save that money that I've been putting into my hair and to my nails into a trip, which I am super excited about because my birthday's coming in four months and one day. Exactly. So that is super exciting. I'm already planning something for my birthday and I've been trying to save the money and I'm going to keep working so I could save up to go on a trip to Hawaii again, but this time going to Honolulu, having some snorkeling, some surfing. I want to try it all for the next five days. I'm assuming I do need to check the schedule. I am going to, I'm booking the tickets and everything. So super exciting. I will keep you more updated with that. Now I want to get right into the quote for this week. It is, it hurts to let go, but sometimes it hurts to hold on. I want to repeat that one more time. It hurts to let go, but sometimes it hurts to hold on. So I'll be going over about nine different reasons why you should break up if you're seeing these signs. I'll give some explanations, some personal things I have experienced, and then I'll ask some questions in the very end that maybe you want to reevaluate your relationship. If you're in a relationship, or if you're not in a relationship, look at this so then, or listen to this. So now you're like, oh, you keep that in mind. So when you are in a relationship, you're like, oh gosh. Or if you are single and then you get into a relationship, feel free to come back to this episode because I believe these like these questions and like these points are extremely important for all of us. So yeah, let's get right into it. Lack of trust. Trust is the foundation of any relationship. So if it's missing, the relationship is already on the edge. It's already going downhill because the guy should be able to trust you to do what you got to do. You should be able to trust him as well. So if he doesn't trust you to go to the school or your school, your gym, your store or mall, go out at all, then there's a problem there because <laughs> he should be able to do that and let you go wherever you want instead of being controlling and being like, oh, are you going to cheat? Because that is such a concern. I was in a relationship. My first relationship was like me going to university. He's like, oh, are you cheating? Are you doing this? And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm literally studying. There is nothing else for me to do. I have six classes. And that was like my first semester too. I was like, I have six classes. I can't even like, I don't even have time to go over to do anything. Like I'm literally breathing homework. I am, that's all I'm doing. Assignment, assignment to class, class. So I can't text you 24 seven. And there should have been trust in that instinct. That I'm like, they trust me that I am in school. I'm studying and I'm not talking to other guys, which I wasn't. And I was like, whoa, looking back at now, I'm just like, that was a complete lack of trust. And that also shows that he was insecure because most people who are insecure don't trust others. So they need to have security in themselves. They should feel secure with who they are and they should be secure in the relationship that there is trust there. So yeah, next is different lifestyles. So 
We're incompatible. Okay, if you're incompatible, plans for the future can be a major roadblock in a relationship. And I mean, for example, if my goal was to live in Italy and my boyfriend wanted to stay in California, that won't work out. Since at a certain point, I will start to like be like, I really want to move to Italy, and he's like, I want to move to California. I want to stay in California. Can you just stay in California? And if I start staying in California, I'll start to kind of resent him and be like. I'm stuck here because like you wanted to, and I'm not going to be happy because I know that that's not the goal I had in mind. This isn't the future I had in mind. The future I had in mind had me going to Italy, going over to like get a croissant in the morning, getting my espresso, and then just walking and strolling along. But then me being in California, I'm just like, I can't get my cappuccino where I wanted. I can't go sit somewhere and like read a book. I just, it's not the same vibe and it's, it's not. So having like a different lifestyle like that can be like, oh, not that good. And this can also mean like distance. So in different cultures, there's obviously going to be different lifestyles. You can be either compatible or not compatible. So you can't force it. And sometimes it's extremely difficult because it's like in some cultures, you're able to do some things and other cultures, you're not able to. My mom's Hispanic and my dad's Polish. So there was two different cultures that they either had to integrate and put together, kind of see from both outlooks, or they could have just like left from that point. Because that is two different cultures, two different lifestyles by far. They did end up actually incorporating both and kind of creating their own balance, which is lovely. And if you can do that, that's fantastic. Keep with it. But if you're not able to, and you guys see that like you're combating all the time, it seems like it's like red side over blue side. That is not a healthy relationship. That is not how it should supposed to be. So that is a ooh, red flag. Now, if living in different areas as well, can be a bit different even if it's not even culture-wise. I mean, even if you're living in two different cities and they're far away from each other, and honestly, I feel like you guys both have two different lifestyles and what you're doing on your daily basis. One person might be really into health and fitness and the other person may not even be interested in that. That will tear your relationship apart. Maybe not immediately, but at a certain point, it's going to be like, hey, why aren't you going out with me and going health and working on your fitness? Like, why are you just sitting down, always on the couch, always watching TV? And at a certain point, it's going to be like going back and forth about that. And that's not really healthy either. So you need someone who's going to match your energy overall. For me, a big one would be someone who doesn't travel or has no interest in getting out of their comfort zone, traveling, doing adrenaline activities. Because then I realize it's like, that's not going to work for me because I want somebody who can match my energy instead of like killing my energy, killing my, um, I would even say, my joy, my, my life, the thing that makes me me. And I'm not sacrificing that. And I don't think you should sacrifice, especially that's when you have to make your non-negotiables, non-negotiables, because otherwise you're going to always be conforming to the person. You're not going to be happy with the results. Another one is constant conflict. If you're frequently arguing, having disagreements, this indicates a pretty big issue that either it's big or small arguments, it's all going to start building up. You guys need to find a healthy way to discuss it and grow from it. Otherwise, you're breaking from it and it's not going to work out. So keep that in mind that obviously it's not going to be like one little fight. You're like, oh, I'm done. But if it's like constantly fights over fights or one person just has so much emotion that they aren't able to resolve themselves, that is quite a problem because you should not be feeling like you have to pick them up each time and then you're like not been getting answers either. It needs to have a healthy way that you guys are handling these fights. It should not be like yelling at each other. And it shouldn't be feel like you aren't able to even talk about how you feel because then it's like, oh my goodness, you're going to start building up and be like, I can never talk about how I feel. I'm always catering to you. It's just not healthy. Next, 
emotionally or physically abusive. Any form of abuse is clearly a sign to leave any relationship. You should not be making excuses for them and be like trying to see their point of view and be like, oh, well, it's okay that they did this because they had thought something else. Like, for example, I don't know if I ever end up mentioning on this podcast, but I will kind of be mentioning this. In my first relationship, I ended up talking with my ex and he was just, like I said, now I could tell at this point that he was insecure about their relationship, that he ended up thinking that me texting a classmate about a homework assignment that we were supposed to work on with each other in a whole group. So it wasn't just me and the guy. It was a whole group situation. He was like, are you cheating on me? And he ends up throwing my AirPods in the lake. Like what in the world? That is abusive behavior and should never be allowed. The fact that I stayed longer, clear red flag, learning lesson. I am not at that point anymore. And hopefully you're not dealing with somebody who's throwing stuff at you, not throwing your phone, not throwing anything. Cause that is like so bad. That's unhealthy. And it shouldn't even be emotionally abusive behavior. And then all of a sudden be like trying to say, oh, I'm just going to buy you flowers, but this, trying to make excuses for his actions like that, that's just manipulation and actions speak louder than words. Always keep that in mind because they shouldn't be like, oh, I was going to do this for you if you did this. What? You're not like a little kid that gets a treat every time you do something good and you're not a dog who's like, oh, when you do this for me, then I do this for you. Like what? No. Good behavior just comes out. You should not be having to work for a treat from him and to not get emotionally or physically abused. That's not unacceptable. Next is lack of respect. Mutual respect is crucial. Without it, the relationship lacks a healthy foundation. And this is due to like respect of other people's time. They should not be coming late to things and hanging out with you. If you guys plan something, they stick to it. If unless it's an emergency, then they can cancel from there. I could tell you for a fact that most of these things, if you are realizing you're like, oh my goodness, this is my relationship and I, I don't know why I'm where I'm staying here and you're telling me every single thing that he does, what am I doing wrong? Don't worry, because I was there too. I have been there in my relationships. And I could tell you even from my second relationship, I ended up having respect for his time. I was always punctual and he was not there. On our anniversary, he was five hours late. I can't even mess around about that. Like five hours late and then always making excuses like, oh, I'm at the gym. Like, give me a sec. I need to go work out for just another hour. And it's like, oh, well, I need to take a shower. Oh, we're going to, I'm going to eat. And it's just like, wait a second. You just like completely ignored our plans. Like, this is the second time you've done this. And like, what is going on? This is complete disrespect to my time and what we were going to do. Cause we already planned to actually make food at the time too. So it's like, whoa, this is not acceptable. And if somebody's doing that to you, it's definitely not acceptable, whether it be in a friendship, family, relationship, any type of relationship in general that is unacceptable if they are not respecting your time, not respecting you, and they are treating you badly. Like, what is going on? And also, a big thing that I notice is if he doesn't respect his mom, he sure as hell won't respect you. My apologies for the language, but it is true. The way he talks about his mom says so much about a guy. And I stick to that forever because... If a guy can't be like, oh, my mom's great, my mom's the sweetest woman ever, this blank, 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 then it's like, okay, what? When a guy ends up, this guy ended up being like, well, my mom's a manipulator, my mom's this. And obviously, if he thinks his mom's that, he's going to take it out on you because they're like, oh, you're just like every other woman. And so, like, right away from any guys that are like that. Clear red flag. <laughs> Next is the cheating. Infidelity breaks trust and is irreparable. 
for any type of relationship. And I go into depth of, okay, so cheating, I really goes into liking other girls or hitting on other girls in front of you. This is completely unacceptable or just being like checking them out midway. And it's like, oh, it's just a natural habit. Like, I'm sorry, that's not a natural habit. Stop trying to excuse your bad behavior and for me to just like accept it. Like, that's not acceptable. I know for a fact, if you're really interested into somebody, they only have eyes for you and they don't even look anywhere else. So you should not be like, oh, well, he's a guy giving him that excuse. Like, no, at all. Not at all. That is unacceptable. If he wants to look elsewhere, then he can look elsewhere, but he's not going to be looking elsewhere while he's with you at all. Like you leave, you leave at that moment. It's unacceptable. I'm going to mention a few micro cheatings that now, especially with social media that we can look at. And you should be like, okay, this is unacceptable. Keeping regular communication with an ex in a flirtatious manner. And that is just, that is such a red flag to me. It's just like, oh my goodness. A flirtation manner that like, you're kind of looking at like, oh, maybe I will go with that person. Maybe I won't, but I'm in a relationship. So I like this relationship. I like the benefits from this relationship, but I also like to have my ex like, and have that flirtatious manner. I like to kind of tag along with both. Like that's unacceptable. Removing your wedding slash engagement ring not okay. Not okay if you are getting married or anything. Frequently communicating with someone who flirts with you. And that means texting, messaging, calling. If you know they are going to do that, that you should not, you should not even accept that. Talking about your sex life, sexting or sending nude pictures to somebody. That is cheating. Cyber stalking a crush or an ex. That means they're looking elsewhere. That's at that point. I'm just like, okay, if you're looking elsewhere, like I don't want you. And that's the same type of mindset you should have. You should not want them at that point. And if you're giving your phone number just to anybody and they ask you out, that is cheating. It's like, what's the intent of that? Unless there is a situation where it's like, Hey, this is a work thing. And as long as it's completely professional, then you should be fine. Keeping a dating profile unacceptable. Um, Lying about your relationship status. Ooh, big no-no. And then posting provocative photos with the intent to capture others' interests. That is like a massive red flag to me. It depends. What is the intent of the post at my side too? Like if a guy was to post something, was just like, oh, I'm at the beach, whatever, doesn't matter. But if he is personally posting that, putting some provocative music on too, with the lyrics saying something inappropriate, that is totally not okay. Like if he doesn't want you doing that, he shouldn't be doing that either. So yeah, no. And just com- I'm just saying, just in general, the idea of a guy commenting on other girls, but be like, wow, you're so hot. Damn, I wish I was like that. You know, all this stuff, inappropriate, especially if it's a different girl. It's not you. Like, what are you doing? Even with you, it's just kind of like, mm. like that, no, I Like, if you did that, that would be unacceptable. So he should not have the ability to do that too because he's a guy. Unacceptable. Next on the list is you're growing apart. Sometimes people change and no longer share the same values or interests, and that's fine. But if you find yourself both heading two different ways, then that's an indicator that it's time to let go. So you don't hold them back. They don't hold you back. This one's not in any bad way. It's just, hey, you have a feeling. You're like, hey, this is not the route that I want to go. And this isn't the route that he wants to go. You guys both have to go your different ways. If it works out and you guys come back together in the future because you guys ended it in good terms, that's fantastic. If you didn't, then 
let it go, just keep going, keep walking away. Now I'd like to go over into eight, neglect or indifference. If your partner consistently inattentive or indifferent, it's a going sign that it's a one-sided relationship, it's not worth it. Texting once a week is not acceptable or seeing each other just once a week it's just not going to work unless you guys are both working, you have busy habits and all that completely understandable. But like in cases like I know this for a fact, if they wanted to make time for you, they will make time for you. I was working every single day going to school last semester or two semesters ago. And my boyfriend did not have a job at that time. He was clearly just at school, just going to the gym. And the fact that he's like, Oh, well, I don't have time to make. I was like, Whoa, you've been at the gym for six hours. And that's morning, middle of the day, and night. And you can't make time for me. Like, to me, it's like, whoa, you like need to reevaluate. If you're putting your relationship, your family stuff before or behind after everything, or after your workouts, you need to reevaluate what is actually important in your life because you clearly don't know how to organize your schedule or there's something going on like that. That's not okay. You shouldn't even be putting family behind that. So yeah, to me, it's just like, mm, no, no. So, and I mean, in long distance relationships, I would understand that if you guys both have two different times, you can't always call, you can't always text. There are certain situations. And I think in general, most of the times I'm talking right now is from general things. Obviously certain situations will fall into different categories. So I can't really just say, no, leave him because of this. This is a sign. I am saying a general thing. So if your situation is more specific, then maybe you kind of reevaluate because it is more specific. I, if you would like, you could text me, ask me about what I think about it. I will give you my complete input. So yeah, obviously each person is going to have different thoughts on it. These are some of my thoughts on it. But overall, communication is just really important. And if they aren't providing it to you, I promise you somebody else will. You should not just be waiting for your partner to provide it to you and be like, oh, open up to me. Well, they're not trying to open up to you either. So it's like, okay, they have no excuse. Like I know for a fact, I was in another country and I was still texting. I was still keeping them aware of what I was doing in one of my relationships. Well, my next one was just like, I don't, like, I don't care what you do. And it wasn't like an, I don't care what you do. Like I care about you and I trust you. It's more, I don't care. And there's a difference. I think as a girl, we can feel that difference. And if you can feel that difference and it's the second one, leave him because he clearly just doesn't care at all. And which goes into the next one, no emotional support. A partner should be emotionally aligned to you. A lack of support is a red flag. I have personally faced this one and I am talking about my experiences because like I'm hoping that if I mention some of my experiences, it is usually similar to other girls' experiences that are listening to this and then they'll be like, oh, my situation is kind of similar. I kind of see where she's going. So for this one, oh, this one hit me like pretty hard, I would say. I ended up talking about my day with my ex and I was like, hey, like this happened. So I went to this class. And then I did my project, this went well, et cetera, et cetera. I remember this conversation quite clearly. I could tell he was not interested. He was not listening. And which is already like a mark down. So I clearly was like, I'm not going to say anything else in the conversation because nothing else is important. Now, I, he ends up being like, why did you stop talking? And I was like, well, I saw you weren't listening. Which then made him, he ended up saying, as I quote, yeah, I wasn't listening since I didn't care. 
at that moment, I was so taken back. I was like, excuse me, that's not acceptable. I would never treat someone like that. And like, why am I letting this guy treat me like this? Like, that's not okay. I tried to see from his perspective, but it's just like, like it's no, I'm making excuses for him. And I could tell at this time, I should have broke up with him at that moment because that was like, no, no, but I didn't. So learning experience, hopefully you learn from what I'm saying. If he's like clearly not even interested in what you're saying, then it's just, he's not worth it. Some other guy, I promise you, will be listening to what you said. Even if you repeat it like a hundred times, he'll be like, she's talking to me and she, it makes me happy. So yeah, um, talking about your accomplishments too. They should even be happy for you. They shouldn't be like, oh, okay, cool. Or nice job. If it's something that you've been working so hard on, they should be like, I'm so proud of you. Like you did so good. I know you worked so hard on this. You deserve this. And that's someone I'm, especially in a relationship, I am definitely a supportive person. So it's like when I don't get that back and it's like, oh, like they don't care. And at a certain point you start distancing yourself from them, which is quite a red flag as well. And as a woman, we never forget how a man treats us during the time that she needs the most support. So if you don't feel like you're getting support from him, it's just not worth it. A relationship should feel like you guys can both lean on each other when you guys are in issues where you need each other instead of feeling like you are by yourself, which goes into if you're unhappy, ultimately, ultimately, if the relationship consists of you unhappy, it's time to release it because it's like, remember, you're too pretty to get stress wrinkles for a guy. He should not mess up your lipstick. I mean, he should be messing up your lipstick, not your mascara. So you shouldn't be crying over his actions. It's, he's not worth it, clearly, if he's doing these things. If you've been thinking about even breaking up with him, that is a massive sign. You are thinking of doing it. You should not be hesitating on that anymore if you're already like, ah, oh, this just doesn't feel right to me. If it doesn't feel right to you, go with your gut feel and it. And now I'm going to ask some questions, and hopefully you can kind of think about this even more. I'm not saying break up with him at this moment and just like text them up. I, of course, mean more, have a conversation with them. If things can be fixed and there can be massive changes, awesome. If it can't, if you've seen this reoccurring, it's not worth it. And I'm telling you this from my experiences. I've had two quite bad relationships and yeah, I, I'm telling you exactly from what I see now and what I'm now aware of. So hopefully this helps you. So let's get right into those questions. Sorry, I need a water break. My throat was like getting so dry because I was like talking so fast, I realized. So my apologies. But first question is, if someone told you, you are a lot like your partner, would you be happy about that? Would you take that as a compliment or would you be like, oh gosh, that's really bad? Because if you're thinking, oh no, I don't like that compliment or that's not a compliment to me, then you shouldn't be with him. But if you take it as a compliment, you're like, oh, thank you. Next question is, are you truly fulfilled or do you feel less lonely? Because if you're truly fulfilled in the relationship, then you don't, then that's it. You're, you're good. But if you're in a relationship because you feel less lonely, that is the wrong reason to be in a relationship. You should not be in a relationship in that way at all. Next is, are you able to unapologetically be yourself? Or do you have to change yourself for your partner? So this is like, can you release your inner child out and feel comfortable with them? Or do you feel like you have to have like a little bit of a barrier? I know that if you can have a, if you have a barrier, that's not a relationship you want to have because it's not like they're your comfort zone. They should be your safe place. If they're not your safe place, then 
you're not doing, this isn't right. It's not a right relationship at all. Now, number four, are you in love with your partner as a whole or are you in love with his good side and their potential? Or just the idea of them. Think about that one really hard. I think that's something I always, I try to put in my head because I'm like, oh, this person's great. But it's like, I think realistically, I was really in love with their potential. I'm like, I was in love with them, but I was more in love with their potential. I thought, wow, this person could do this and they could do this all. I, I believe in them. But that's not, that's not it. You're not Bob the Builder. <laughs> so let, let him go. And like, stop just like going for potential. Guys don't go for potential. And girls, they go for the end result. And I've noticed that and I've realized that. I've talked to various guys and they're like, no, why would I go with the girl's potential or who she could be? That's who she could be. That, let me like say in the fact, this is who she is. They take it as they see it. So should you. You should be taking it as you see it. If you see the guy is behaving like this, don't be expecting, oh, he's going to be a prince charming. If the frog is a frog, the frog is a frog. A frog does not equal prince because you kiss it. Some frogs are just straight up frogs and you're just kissing frogs, girl. So it's not worth it. Now, even with that is, this is the deepest question I always ask myself in a relationship. And I think this is what actually made it very easy for me to move on was, would you want your future child to date someone like that? Think about it. As a female, would you want your daughter to be dating a guy like that? Would you be okay with that? If you say, no, I would not be okay with my daughter being treated like that, that is the biggest sign. You know, that's like, that's the biggest sign you could ever get. I don't think you need more than that. It shouldn't be you give them three shots and then bye-bye. If they are doing some stuff that is clearly hurting you, you shouldn't be just waiting it out for them to change. You're not going to change. People only change if they want to change. And I think that's the hardest thing for me to hear. And... Interestingly, that is something I've been told too. It's just like, you can't wait for, like, you can't wait for like the potential for them changing. You have to walk away. They're giving you what they are. So yeah, I mean, that one's a really interesting one that I always think of. And if any of this is happening to you, it's really something you got to face. Is this something that you want to face for the rest of your life? Like, think about that. Like, do you see yourself actually being with them? Being realistic, not the potential of what you guys' dream could be with you two, but the reality. Can you really face this type of, whether it be abuse, this actions, whatever it is, for the rest of your life? And if it's a no, then it's time to walk away. Because in reality, you deserve respect and love. Letting go doesn't mean you stopped caring. It means you stopped trying to force others to put you first and you have to put yourself first you just have to be not afraid to start over again since for all you know your next story is way better than the story you're in with them and I hope you guys really take this into consideration to me this was a very strong episode because I am actually talking about my experiences I am talking about things I've heard from other people and I realized this was like something so many females are facing that I wanted to just See if we could just state all the facts. Hopefully you guys come to realization if this, you're in any relationships like this to end it, to become strong because I believe in you. I know you're worth it and you are good enough. You should not wait for him to have to see that. 
Anyways, that's it, my loves. I hope you enjoyed. Feel free to subscribe and stay tuned for next week because next week's episode is Should You Get Back With Your Ex? Well, I hope you loves have a fantastic weekend and I'll see you next time. Kisses. Love you. Bye.